0: Parents were the first people to put me on, um, put me on to every like everything, whether it was like clothes or, or music and stuff. Garloid, like, he is like he's sick. Right? He just does his own thing, you know. He doesn't really even do features, and that's like I just see that kind of like kind of like me. Like I have three projects, I don't have a feature on any of them, you know. I'm trying to drop Killstreak before my Boy Wanda album release because I'm doing a collab album with Boy Wanda, so that's going to be coming after killstreak so this is just something to hold the fans over you know for them to take in enjoy ah yeah, I, fuck. I fuck with a lot of uk artists fredo i listen to a lot of fredo uh digga d yeah there's bare artists over there i've been listening to the uk scene from like early like from the six seven days like
1: Yo, 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 so listen, let's get straight into this. This is the hip hop raise me podcast with me today. I've got my guy, Killy. What's going on, man? How you doing?
0: I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. All right. So where, where you at right now? Right now I'm in Canada. I'm in, uh, I'm in, I'm on, on the West coast. So I'm in Vancouver right now. I just came out here to record music and stuff. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. So like, so you're in Canada right now recording right yeah yeah so what what's, what's it like in that that part of Canada because all we know is about Toronto like the rest of the world like Toronto is obviously on the map right now so yeah like, what, what's Vancouver like well,
0: Vancouver a vibe like you know it's it's our it's the west coast right so it's as far west as you can go in Canada so it's not like LA, but if it was compared, it would be like Toronto would be more like New York and then Vancouver would be like the the LA of Canada, you know? So right, right, it's right, more right. like kickback, like oceans, you know, mountains. It's a nice vibe. I like to come out here and record it and all that. Okay.
1: And then what was it like growing up in Toronto? Like, what was it like like in terms of just the lifestyle and everything?
0: Fuck, like, I mean, I enjoyed my time in Toronto, but there's, like... What do you mean like specifically like music or just
1: whatever. Like, I mean well, I I I just wanna get like I just wanna I just wanna get like an understanding just like of what it was. Like I'm from the UK, I know yeah, yeah, like yeah. what that US lifestyle is like and everything else, but yeah, yeah for yourself, like just from the perspective of Toronto Well,
0: Toronto is a cool city for the fact that like it's a cesspool of culture. It's kind of similar to London a little bit. Like there's a lot of different cultures in Toronto, you know? So, um, when I was living in Toronto, I was like immersed into I had every type of friend, like from nationality wise, you know? So it's just, it's a good city. Like it's a good city to, to like, I guess the music seems bubbling now. Right. So I don't know it. It's a good city to like make music in, I guess. Okay.
1: How, how do you get your first introductions to hip hop? Like where where did you first hear it or like who was it that showed you about it?
0: My Dukes. Like my Dukes they're young, right? And so they had me when they were 20. so all the music they're playing wasn't was more like like nineties hip hop and stuff or reggae, um like jazz, a lot of soul music, so my my dukes were the first people to, my parents were the first people to put me on um put me on to every like everything whether it was like clothes or, or music and stuff okay. yeah
1: so what who who's the rapper that stood out to you the most like who was it that that really like caught your ear when you was coming through as a youth
0: when I was super young it was Kanye for sure had to be but like as I grew older you know you, you start to get you start to get like widen your horizons more and stuff and then when i was a teenager that's when every that's when i started kind of taking it super serious right so obviously i'm from toronto like drake the weekend um they're a big influence coming up for sure uh and yeah all
1: right so what would you say your favorite kanye project is
0: holy that's a tough one really i like um i like 808s and heartbreak because you know i'm a, i make music with autotune and stuff so that's what like inspired me to make make uh music with autotune I, everyone uses autotune but at the time you know autotune was a very like like n- not everyone used it you know mm. so that's what inspired mm. me to to um do like that type of style music i guess
1: okay so you're from Toronto like you you've got you got a very, very sick style and, and you you come through at a time when, you know, the barriers are down more than ever. Like, like, but I just want to know, like, for you coming up as an artist, like, what was that grind like and then trying to break out of just being seen as a Canadian artist or just an artist from Toronto? Because I, I, I look at you more like as a global artist. I don't think, oh yeah, that's that guy yeah. from Toronto.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was popping off, like, first popping off, like, four four years ago, Toronto was a completely different, like, the, the progress we made as a city within the past four years has been, like, immense, you know what I'm saying? So like, there, was, there wasn't there was really anyone popping out of Toronto that wasn't the big dogs, like OVO or EXO, really. Like, I can't even remember. Maybe, like, Tory Lanes was starting to, to bubble up and stuff, but everyone else was just OVO or EXO, so it felt like at first, it was felt like you know, hard I guess to find like a lane and stuff. But uh, I guess like an advantage was all those like OVO, the XO guys. They're like older than me, right? I, I was nineteen, eighteen. So there's like a massive lane I guess for like the youth, the youth within the city, you know. So I just started throwing parties, doing all that. Like basically carved out my own space for myself and my peoples within the city. <laughs>
1: The anthrax threat. Available now. You know, you know, like look, what what Drake's done is phenomenal. Like he's like
0: Yeah
1: I I don't Yeah, and it's like what you know like I I caught some of Michael Jackson when I was a kid. I caught a scene like when he was, you know, at his peak or something when I was a kid, but there's there's levels to like superstardom and yeah. like, you know, there's icons and he's, he's, he's definitely yeah, exactly. an icon and is dope. He's done so much for the UK and obviously he's done so much for Toronto and Canada, but is it, is it like, can that ever, does that ever become like a challenge in itself because you're trying to emerge outside of that? Cause it's like, it's so big and it's so like, yeah, I'm from Toronto as well. Did, did you ever find it was like, you had to go the extra mile to like separate yourself from what was going on or like was that you didn't really see it like that no
0: nah, i didn't really see it like that if anything i feel like the like stuff people like drake and um you know open more doors for like people like uh me to come in after you know coming out of canada let alone t- like toronto like all of canada there's no artists that really came from canada like too tough especially in hip-hop it doesn't even like seven eight years ago that didn't really even go together too much you know like people would laugh but now I feel like it's more common like it's a flex really if I tell people I'm from Toronto and I'm in the states or I'm overseas people are like yo that's fire you know so I feel like um you know Drake and and the big icons from our city really allowed it allowed like people the younger artists and stuff to come up and, and and bubble up and have a space to to capitalize okay yeah
1: like one of your breakout joints was was Kilimanjaro like yeah how 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 did that how did that come about like how did you how did that come about and when did you when did you know like okay this is gonna put me on the map
0: yeah that was my first song my first music video so like I just spent bare time like recording music I guess behind the scenes right and then um I, I guess I just recorded the, the video or whatever and I held on to it for like maybe half a year and then I dropped it. But I, I had a feeling that it would, I didn't know maybe like do as much as it did, but I knew it would definitely, definitely like go up, you know? So yeah, I'm more of like a person that just tries to do more, say less, you know? So I was just, I've been rapping from like when I was young, young, but I never really dropped no tracks. So I was just waiting to like perfect my craft until I dropped something and then I dropped that one as my first video and it instantly, you know, went up. Okay.
1: What w- what's your heritage for like people who may not know?
0: Oh, my dad's from Barbados and my mom's from the Philippines. So Wow. That's crazy. Well they're both born in Toronto, but my right. grandparents are yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Right. That's dope. That must give you like a totally different perspective on music, right? Like for sure, like cultures
0: yeah for sure and then just being in canada too like i went to went to french school so like just very different like cultures and languages and everyone you know it it all it helps like um i guess it's built me as a as an artist as a whole you know
1: that's tough. that's tough. yeah so you got a new project that's dropped kill 2 like what, what was what was the difference from going in to make that as as opposed to your previous project, like Surrender Your
0: Soul? Yeah, okay. Well, this one is, a this one is like a, like Surrender Your Soul is my debut project. This one is an EP. So, well, Killstreak is like, I had a lot of songs and, and, uh, a lot of good tracks that from the Surrender Your Soul times. And then even after that, never even got to see the day of light. Right. So. I threw in like some old ones that that are hard, and then I added new ones, and boom! I was just trying to make kill streak, uh, trying to drop kill streak before my Boy Wanda album release, because I'm doing a collab album with Boy Wanda, so that's gonna be coming after kill streak. So this is just something to hold the fans over, you know, for them to take in, and enjoy until the the Boy Wanda album.
1: Yo. The way you just say that so casually, like, yeah, the boy won the album. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> a, a big flex. That's a crazy, crazy flex.
0: Trust me. It is. Like it's a blessing, honestly. Like that's my dog now, you know. He was one of the first people to ever ever reach out, show me love. Like I swear he DM me like like you're talking about Kilimanjaro when I dropped it. Like he would me right like three days after I dropped it, like ten thousand views, you know. Like he's been supporting me from the beginning, so It's just crazy to see it come full circle, you know. Like me and him are collabing on a project. I don't, I don't even think he's really done that with an artist before. So it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be sick. How
1: how how did that come about? Like, what was that conversation like? Was it was it you initiating it, or was it Boy Wonder? Like like
0: how? It was just been from. I think Wonder's been trying to find like an artist, probably from the city that he feels like that he believes in, you know, and um. From the first, I, like I said, from the first song I dropped, like he was supporting me and showing love, so it it just came about naturally. I don't even remember really having a conversation about it. it. Just I just kept recording tracks, and then next thing you know, I have enough tracks for a project, and now we're doing a project. But what was supposed to happen was before COVID, me me and him were gonna do it like do it in like two or three weeks, and just uh get a get like a rent out a studio for three weeks in LA, live together, do all that. But then COVID happened the week. Literally the week of like we're supposed to start all that so it pushed everything back so then um we just we're trying to figure out how to get it out like and get people in the studio like when it was through quarantine right mm-hmm. so yeah now it's coming to a, now it's coming to fruition for real even though it's a year later um but it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i'm i'm, I'm for that
1: okay so yo sorry i gotta know man so have you started recording or are you about to start recording
0: no, no, no. We're we're almost like it's it's coming to a coming to a complete like finish right now. So it's good, you know. I've recorded. I have most of the songs done for it. Just trying to secure a couple more features and then yeah, it's gonna be crazy, fam.
1: Yo, yo, Killy. Like I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm finding it hard to yeah. process. You're just too chilled about it. <laughs> <laughs> like he he's one of the greatest producers, and you're just dropping this on me like. Yeah, you know, we're just trying to do the features, da 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 da
0: da. Like, yeah, fam, look, it's it's you know, for me, it's, I've been, I've been working on it, you know, so I guess, like, the shock for me isn't isn't there as much because you know that's my dog for real now. So, yeah, it's, I'm just excited to get it out, fam. Fuck.
1: Right. that's dope. Yeah, the last time we caught up was at the show in London. That was insane, yeah. right? I was like, yeah, that
0: was uh, 2018, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2019, maybe? 2018,
1: I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Crowd was crazy. Like,
0: yeah, always has to be. London's always crazy. Like, London is always crazy. I rate London. London is fire. Every time I've gone there, I've gone there a lot, maybe four or five times. Like, always crazy. Same with Manchester. I did a show in Manchester too. That was fire.
1: So, on, on, on this new project, like, I see you done the v-mix with like, what, what made you want to draw for Scarlet? Yeah, yeah.
0: Because Scarlord, is like, he's sick, like, he just does his own thing, you know, he doesn't really even do features. And that's like, I just see that kind of like, something me, like, kind of like me, like, I have three projects, I don't have a feature on any of them, you know. Um, So like, his, his come up is very similar to mine in a way where it's just like, us creating our own space, like within where we're from, you know, and just building our own, our whole like own fan base, like apart from everyone, you know, just so it's sick to link up and, and give the fans like something like that because he doesn't really do features. I don't really do features, but it just felt natural. And I, I met him at a festival festival when I was over there in Europe. So it just came together pretty natural.
1: Right. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's crazy. He's, his live shows insane.
0: Like. Yeah, he's... I know. And that's why like Mine is too. Like you know, I just seen bare similarities between me and Scarlord, and and I just rate his his what he's doing. So I had to make sure you know get a track Locking a track on him. Right,
1: right. That's
0: that's
1: dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. So, yo, the artwork for your projects—it's it's crazy. Where's what? the inspiration come for that?
0: Well, lately it's been um, yeah, the artist No Paradigm—he he goes crazy, bro. Like, uh, it's. It's sick working with him because he can just i tell him what exactly like how to do it and then the way he turns it into what it is it's just it's fire you know a lot of these artists um they don't know that they don't have the vision you know like i'll be working with them they don't have the vision but this guy he's sick so the past couple ones have been from dante's inferno i don't know if you know about the book Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah 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 so basically i was looking through like uh a really old copy like a 90 year old copy and i was just looking through the illustrations so of it um and i was like yo these are hard or whatever and i, I like the book too there's also a video game i played when i was younger and sure. so boom when i seen all the illustrations i just thought like it'd be sick to turn them into my own like my own style um art i guess and then we've mm-hmm. been doing like nfts uh releasing a lot of those arts and stuff i know a lot of man's around the crypto NFTs and stuff so yeah that's where the inspiration comes from so okay I'm Nick Friedman I'm Lee Alec Murray and I'm Leah President and this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect we're a new show breaking down the anime and pop culture news you care about each and every week I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to pretend that I don't. Right? Hold it in. Hold- and our current faves. And- Luffy must have his due. <laughs> and we agree on some things, but not on everything. I- Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. No, I- Listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. Every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
2: What if you could become stronger, more resilient, cure disease, and all you have to do is get naked in the cold? And
0: breathe. You get into ice water, and instead of, like, freaking out, you relax. It's called
2: the Wim Hof Method, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Justin Bieber love it.
0: I do the ice plunge because it's good for your body.
2: But there's also a dark side.
0: How many people have died doing the Wim Hof Method?
2: We can override even death! Listen on the podcast Infamous. That's Infamous, playing now.
1: See see who you're saying, like, the no features thing? Like, yeah. is that is that, like, is that... Do you feel like that's that's more important to do that so you define who you are or you just on some fuck everybody else shit? <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> fuck. Well I guess it's one of those words. It's, it's just like I don't really make music for anyone else, you know? Like I make music for the people that I just like making music, like for me. Like even if I wasn't getting living off of this, I'd probably still make music, you know? So mm. I guess when I make music, for me, it's hard. Like I don't know if you listen to some of my songs. Like it's hard to picture like other artists on them sometimes. You know, like so I don't know. It's just I have to like go in the studio and put in the effort to make a song to get someone on it type shit. Hmm. so Yeah.
1: So doing this project with Boy Wonder, when you're saying you're waiting for a couple of features and stuff like. Was that more Was he like, "Yo, Killy, let's do this"? So, was it a joint thing, or like, how did?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a joint thing. It's a Killy and Boy Wonder album. Like, we're both artists on the album, so he he has like a as much say as I do, like with everything. You know, if he doesn't like something, if I don't like something, you know, we work together and and uh, fix it or change it or whatever we have to do. You know, so yeah, and then boom, he he's using like, he's Boy Wonder, so you know, he has a lot of connections. He has. Uh, like everything so he's just definitely advising me and guiding me you know he's been in this way way longer than me so yeah
1: what 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 was like the one thing that you learned from working with him like what's the most significant thing that you picked up that you're probably going to apply to what you do on a day-to-day or when you're next time in the studio or doing a project
0: oh uh, just have fun like enjoy it you know like it's yeah we're trying to make records and we're trying to. Was trying to go crazy but at the end of the day like it, it shouldn't it should be fun you know that's like one thing i feel like a lot of artists well actually i don't know a lot of artists but just me like i i'm like such a perfectionist you know I, so i don't know the way i be working sometimes it's not like it's a work thing it's not fun like but you have to just always remember to stay grounded and enjoy it, like at the end of the day it's a blessing right so mm. you have to remember that
1: okay You've been to the UK a few times, been back and forth, done shows out there, tore it up. Is is there any other artists that you're feeling out there?
0: Uh yeah, Central C's going crazy right now. Right. Central C's is crazy right now. I fuck with him. Uh Killstreak two, the project I'm, that I just dropped, AJ Tracy is a is gonna be a feature or is a feature, depending when this comes out. And um Yeah, fuck I fuck with a lot of UK artists. Fredo. I listen to a lot of Fredo. Uh Digga D. Yeah, there's bear artists over there. I've been listening to the UK scene from like early, like from the six seven days, like like early drill, like so I don't know. I fuck with the I fuck with the UK scene over there. SL too, fuck with SL.
1: Alright. Is there is there anything that pops off in the clubs from the UK and in, in Toronto is there anything well it's been quite I know it's, we've been on lockdown for a minute but
0: yeah uh, <laughs> well.
1: is there anything that's made his mark outside of collaborating with Drake is there anything that's like got a life of its own from the UK oh
0: uh, I don't know still I all I know is when I was a kid K-Coke in Toronto was the wow. guy K-Coke he was the, wow. yeah like when we were young like everyone knew his freestyles on um fuck i forget well his youtube freestyles and like youtube the, the bars like everyone everyone knew those you know wow so, but about recently i i don't know like i haven't even canada's been on lockdown for like two years now man. it's getting it's pretty fucked so like <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you about that still like i can't tell you about that how,
1: how did you, how, how were you able to maintain like while you was on lockdown? Because I know different people handled it, handled it differently. Like, but did it affect you? Like, or did you just go and record and record and tap in?
0: Yeah. I was just recording brother. like, to be honest, I, even me, I'm not like, I don't go out too tough or whatever, but so I'm fine in lockdown. Like I'm fine just linking my people's making my music, you know, living my life. I don't, it didn't really affect me too tough. But, um yeah i mean in canada it's like a lot worse than the states right so i was living in l.a when it first started and then to finish the wonder thing i came back to toronto to finish that up but um over here in uh, canada yeah it's way more strict like sometimes they have curfews and stuff so it's a little different but at the end of the day it's, it's soft for me you know mm.
1: I bet you can't wait to get back outside and just do some shows, right? Just going. To- yeah, that's whatever.
0: the only, yeah, That's what I forgot. That's the only thing that's like, fucking with me It's like I miss touring. You know, that's the fun part. Like the fun part is making music and then performing, it, right? So, I miss miss touring and stuff. But hopefully, I've hopefully I have a European tour uh, booked in September. So, God willing, you know, everything goes right, and I'm able to perform.
1: Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yo listen appreciate you taking the time out for this man it's like and it, you know like when you came to london we didn't even get a chance to talk properly because i know your, your schedule facts, is crazy facts. so
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah. it's dope to be able to do this you know and just connect no
0: next time i'm out there like i said i have a i have a european tour in september hopefully everything goes through and then we can lock in over there that'll be fire
1: yeah just 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 tap in and, and do, do my show like um yeah like just just keep doing your thing man i can't wait to hear this project with you and boy wonder seriously that's got me excited I'm sen-
0: trust me it'll be the first one to get it bro. when it's done I'll, I'll send it to you
1: yeah cool man that's that's appreciate legend, you for too. having me nah, it's cool man it's cool man anytime i will right, well, listen you stay safe yeah
0: yes
1: sir all right it's right. cool man all right my name's DJ Semtex. Listen, I've got to give a big shout out to Killy. Shout out to his whole team. Shout out to Chanel for making that happen. Right now I got the boss. I've got the exec producer. I've got the person who make sure this sounds right in the key. What's going on, man?
2: So what's going on? Um, by the way, love this episode as always. Um, and I'm still in Ghana, so hey. <laughs>
1: You're still on holiday?
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> it's
1: not <a> holiday. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> hey, so listen, Killy is doing a lot of things out here. He's got a lot happening. Like when we did the Arrival show with him a couple of years ago, right here in London, it was crazy. Like the, the, it was like a total turn up. Some of the footage is online from that. But what are you saying? Like, What do you think about the whole rap scene coming out of Toronto right now?
2: You know what? I think it's really exciting. I think it's really exciting. You know what? He's what i like about him and i want to ask you this question is like because obviously you did the arrival show with him and then you're catching up with him a couple of years later like what has that what's it been like seeing his growth obviously from the uk to canada but um i'm excited and i think some of the stuff that he was sharing with you about what he's got coming up it's like it's like you know what he's gonna he's coming with it he's coming with it like he he should be in the uk like asap as soon as he's allowed to be
1: yeah he's he's just getting started i think you know he's he's one of them guys who was doing it independently for a minute it's teamed up with a major label and everything and i think he's one of them guys who is he's just you know like you know they say that one fan one one fan a day thing or one fan at a time i think he's doing thousands at a time but in in terms of what he's doing is doing at his own pace i think the project with boy wonders really really going to put him on the map i think that's going to be life-changing for him and I think it's gonna to bring a total different audience to him. I'm really excited about that. I want I want to see what happens with that. So, stop.
2: I know. I, well, apparently you're getting the exclusive listen, so I'm sure you already kind of know what it sounds like. So,
1: yeah. I, well, not yet, but as soon as I, you know, as soon as I get it, definitely. You know what? You know with these things though. It's like, it's it, it's a privilege to be able to hear stuff early, but you're not allowed to talk about it. Like it's done in, you know, in, in trust or sometimes you just blatantly get told, yeah, don't tweet about it, don't post about it, don't mention this, don't do that. And that, that was the case with the DMX album. When I heard that, like earlier this week, before it came out, it was like, it's a bit, I dunno, it gets a bit, sometimes I'm like, I'd rather not hear it. You know what I mean?
2: So you can kind of, when you, on Friday, when you can see everyone talking about it, you're getting that experience first, but don't you feel that by the time it comes to Friday, you've listened to the project a few times and you can like have a more like a better perspective because sometimes I think people listen to a project once and it's what we were talking about last last week is like listen to it once and they're like oh this is what I think but I think you have to have time to let it sit to like it takes a good three four listens at least
1: yeah and and I was on a zoom with I think it was like a hundred other people listening to the DMX album and it's cool because Swissbeats was hosting it And everything but it's a bit I don't know it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit of a surreal experience but like this this is the times that we're in now you know everything's changing even the way that we listen to music and everything but rest in peace dmx that exodus album's out now yo what do you think of that
2: you know what I love it I thought on first listen I was there's some tracks there you know where you just go back and you like rewind rewind reload reload but once again, I want to, like, sit with it. It's only been, like, a day and a bit that it's been out. But I want to know what you think to it. Because, obviously, <laughs> I know you were playing it on Friday. That's the opinion that everyone wants to know. So, yeah, what do you think? What's the Semtex verdict? I don't
1: know, you know. Because I don't... I don't know. It, 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 you know you know the problem? I was saying this to someone earlier. Shout out to Def Jeff. I was talking to him on DMs earlier. The problem with... with with great artists, they're always getting measured to their earlier work. So, like, for instance, Nas is always, no matter what he brings out, yeah, but it's not as good as you, Mike, he's always getting that. And I I think, I think, I think it's the bane of every great artist's life. But I think, with what DMX did when he was alive, was so powerful, I I don't, I don't think anything I was going to hear would match up to that. It's no disrespect to DMX or to Swiss Beats or anything, but I just think, that moment when you've been on the grind for years, you finally get put on those first few albums, that's you're pouring your soul and your life into them projects. And I think, I think for artists, that is very difficult for them to um, match that. So I, I could I could talk about the sex of this album, you know, I can be like, yeah, yeah, it's great, and da 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 da. da. But if if you're really, really asking me, if you really want me to give like like a, a true opinion, I I just think it's difficult for any artist who's been in the game for a minute to live up to their first few albums. So it's it's kinda like, you know, whatever they do is it's always, you know, it's gonna be cool. It's always gonna be cool. But you know, it's it's just very, very difficult um to to, to live up to that. And I think DMX he did so much. And I think he poured his soul into so many tracks within a short space of time that um I don't know, man, I don't I don't I don't think DMX could match DMX like and yeah, that's just my honest opinion. But he's it's, it's good. You know, I like I like the fact you've got Jay Z and Nas on the track again. Um you know, recently they they teamed up for the DJ Khaled album. So it's like we've had two Jay and Nas collabos in the space of a couple of months. That's crazy. And I like the joint of Alicia Keys. I think that's a banger. I like what Nas has done on the album. I like what Swiss Beats has done. It's classic Swiss Beats. And, you know, rest in peace DMX. Um, I don't know. They needed to put it out, though. They definitely need to put this out now. So...
2: Um, I think we needed it, and also that little Wayne feature as well. I, I love that.
1: Yeah, little Wayne's going in right now. <laughs> nah,
2: he, is, in. he
1: is. It's it's like the last few things that he's been on. Like what he did on the Khalid album is crazy. Like, is 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 absolutely crazy. So, um, but yeah, make sure you check out the Exodus album. Um, hit me up on Twitter Let me know what you think Or hit me up in the DM Let me know what you think And I just want to make it clear I'm not dissing it I'm not saying anything Disrespectful about it I'm just saying As a fan though As a fan of hip hop You know It's like it's like um, Inspector Deck said on, on Triumph By Wu-Tang Clan You know Diehard fans Demand more They always do You know what I mean No matter what you make Like the hardcore fans Are always going to be like Eh I wanted more Kind of thing So But you know S&P's DMX You know It's a great tribute To His career His legacy And Deepest condolences To his friends and family And big up Swiss Beats Because he's gone at the project Like a Spartan man The way he's produced it Finished it off Got it out there He's doing all the promo He's doing the big push on it So Total Maximum respect To Swiss Beats But you know Make sure you check out That Killy mixtape Killstreak 2 That's out right now on the UK side of things, Bugsy Malone drops an album, Free 2 just dropped a brand new album as well. So it's a great time for music. Like, there's a lot happening out here. What do you What's... think to
2: the
1: Retro album? You know what, I haven't had a chance to study. it. But, you know, Free 2 is a legend, isn't it? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna marinate on that this week. It's too much, man. It's too much music. It's like there's like 50 tracks came out this weekend. So much
2: music and I feel like I've not even had time to like so tomorrow I'm gonna Literally new music Friday. I gotta catch up, but um, yeah, I like the rich Album. I listened to um, I've had like the first listen, and there's a couple of tracks like on first listen that I was like, oh, I really like that. So yeah, same as you, wanna to listen to it for a few few more times. And I feel like that's one thing everyone <laughs> has to do is like just listen to an album, and just digest it because by the fifth listen, you've got like different favorites, and you hear different things in the music as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, Steve, it's deep, it's deep. Steve. Well, look, I just want to say. Brr. and um yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to everybody attached into the pooh shiesty podcast doing a lot out here. oh
2: my god that was so funny
1: brr. <laughs> you know you know
2: like you perfected it
1: though i could do it anyway you just put me on the spot
2: <laughs> you got too much pressure pressure from pooh shiesty it was, yeah, it was
1: <laughs> listen man and that guy tells you to do brr on the spot it, it was, I didn't expect it. It was a lot, it was a lot, but you know, I'm, d- I'm just, just letting you know, I'm ready to do it anytime now.
2: Okay. Next, next time you two catch up. That's how you should greet him when he comes to London. That should be the <laughs>
1: first thing you <laughs> say to him. <laughs> hey, and it, if this is the first time you checked out the podcast, make sure you check out some of the early episodes, um, Chuck D, French Montana, Buster Rhymes, JPEG Mafia, obviously Poo Shiesty, um, Duke Juice princess nokia fouché and we've got loads and loads and loads of guests lined up for the rest of the year and next week make sure you watch out for peter rosenberg i'm going to be catching up with him that's going to be a long one we've got a lot to talk about looking forward to that but nikita how's things in ghana um
2: i'm extending my stay so they're good Of course, you are. <laughs> i'm extending my stay um no things are good Do you know what um I feel like settled i feel like i need this first week to settle in and get used to things and you know what i mean and get around and understand how things are but yeah it's you know what it's hot it's it's warm it's sunny and that to me is like enough so everything else to that is an addition
1: yeah you're busy yeah
2: oh very busy Liz, come on now and <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you think i'm out here on my jollies but th- there's work there's work happening
1: yeah okay all right so uh, we, we talked about some of the artists last week like like you know you've been out there longer now you've been in the clubs you've been in the bars like you, you've been in the studios like who's popping in ghana who's the hottest rapper in ghana right now
2: i ask this question all the time by the way whilst i'm here and you get like different answers and i think we spoke about last week like the Ghanaian drill scene and like yartag and um what's happening there and like these artists from Kamasi and I'm learning all about this now a bit more as you can tell but then you've got people say obviously like if you think about like overall Sarko name comes up all the time and um I think that's 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 a person that always comes up in conversation but like you know the more you go out you find that, that you find that there's different sounds and different you know what I mean when you go out it's like on the dance floor, when the DJs are playing, you're going through this journey in different genres, different sounds. Like, I think I mentioned it to you before, like the Mapiano sound, which, like, last year I was saying, oh, it's like amazing. But being here, you, oh my gosh, you're sucked into it on a whole other level. So, yesterday, um, yesterday, last week, a major league from South Africa did a DJ set here, and DJ Maparisa, and I don't know you know DJ Maparisa, you've got to yeah. tell the story of how you first met in a minute. And, um, and Uncle Vinny, they did an amazing show. And then um, over the last week I've just been really, like even though I listened to it before, but listening to what's popping in the clubs, like, you know, it's it's amazing. And then, you know, I can't say too much, but like some of the stuff that we've been working on out here is incredible when you hear the sounds that are coming through. One track that is popping off is King Promise, Slow Down. Literally, wherever you go, you hear it, wherever you go.
1: But who's the number one rapper in Ghana? You're out there, you're in the clubs, you're in the studios. Like, you know what I mean? Just right now, who's the number one? Like, right? you know?
2: Okay, you know what? I'm going to have to say, whenever I ask that question, people, okay, a few names come up, but I think it always goes back to Sarko DA. And it's one of those things. It's like, you know, when someone's so respected and whatever he drops, people are excited for it. I feel like his name's always his name always comes up in conversation.
1: Okay, that that's so diplomatic. In your opinion, who is the number one rapper in Ghana right now?
2: I think keep your eyes on Yartog. That's I think that's the one you've got to keep your eyes on. Definitely, one thousand percent.
1: So he's the number one rapper in Ghana right now. It
2: sounds, man. This is pressure, you know.
1: <laughs> Yartog. That's what you're saying.
2: Yeah. Sakodi. Yeah.
1: Anyone else? Then, Any other contender?
2: Yeah, Quessy, well, Cress, Jerry B. Like, there's so many. Like, this is the thing. Like, I feel like there's so much talent here that like, pinning it down. And you know me, I don't even like top threes, top fives. Like, great music, is great music, Sam. There's a lot of great music here. You sound
1: coming like from a lot a, of great artists. You sound like <laughs> such a hippie, man. That's such a hippie <laughs> thing to say. Like, yo, man. It's just... <laughs> everyone's great. <laughs> Can we all just get along? <laughs>
2: goodbyes only goodbyes only I'm in the sun
1: (laughs) okay alright well look you know I'm going to leave you to get on with your holiday Um...
2: (laughs) (laughs) definitely not a holiday definitely not a holiday
1: right. shout out to everybody who taps in shout out to everybody who subscribed make sure you check us out every Monday 6am UK time new podcast and the next episode is going to be joined by my guy Peter Rosenberg make sure you tap in